0: On this episode of the 102 pod, some guys from 76ers GC, star and MVP of the tip-off tournament, Radian, who has a daughter back in Michigan, a 10-month-old daughter. Quite a story he has. Steez, a guy from Orange County, California, played some college football in South Dakota. Then he came back to uh, Southern California He was a financial advisor and then decided to play in the NBA 2K League, and he's only been at this for about a year or two. So pretty impressive there. And their head coach also, Jeff Terrell, who played himself college basketball and actually coaches high school basketball right now and played in high school against some NBA players. So some guys from 76ers GC coming up right now on the 102 pod. Jeff Eisenman here with some of the guys of 76ers GC. I'm glad we could finally get this to happen. I feel like it's been you guys are always playing like right after the break and stuff like that. So I'm not trying to interrupt the chemistry of this squad. But uh, we got a lot of a lot, lot of big names in the NBA 2K League right here. Radiant, uh, the point guard for 76ers GC, MVP of the tip-off tournament earlier this season. Steez, sen- I guess we'll say center. Uh, yeah, nothing point. too important. Sen- center, Just nothing too important. <laughs> center, for 76ers GC, and Jeff Terrell. Uh, The coach slash manager, also known on Twitter as the White Kite 23 which we're definitely (laughs) going to have to go into. Uh, But, Radian, I want to start with you, you know, as the first-round pick, as uh, the superstar on this team, as the MVP of the tip-off and everything like that. uh, You get drafted by the 76ers at first, and I know it's been written about that you hadn't even taken a plane from Michigan. And what was the transition like leaving your hometown and leaving a daughter to
1: go play for 76ers GC? Man, leaving, it was sad. A lot, of, a lot of goodbyes for the first time. And, you know, I just remember my dad. It was my dad who took me to the airport. My sister came, my nephew, and it was, it was just crazy. And then beat on a plane. I didn't like it at all. It gave me a <laughs> headache. And I remember when I got to Philly, the first people I saw were uh, Fresh and Deanie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the rest is history.
0: We got, we should say, w- they're in the room. Nudini's knocking away some big, uh, looks I like a Chinese plot. food <laughs> platter over there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, you're coming, and, and luckily you got drafted by a team that does not take a plane. You guys uh, <laughs> get to take the train down here every time. Uh, but realizing that you were going to have to be, you know, the leader of a team like this, wasn't it an experience you've had in the past on the Pro-Am circuit? And, you know, how did it feel being the guy for this team?
1: Yeah, um, not to toot my own horn, but I've always been the leader of my <laughs> team, always – been quote unquote the guy on on my team and but th- this was a whole different ball game you know now it's it's not just at home playing this is professional so yeah it, it was different but most of the time it, it's the same stuff but just on a bigger stage it's not tooting your own horn you know
0: there are so many guys that talk so much more trash than you you're <laughs> you're you're subdued in the uh, in the in the studio one guy that is not always is these sitting right here who's loud who kind of came out of the gates you know. The, the story is, how long have you actually been playing 2K, what?
2: I've been playing since uh 2K17 with uh, Paul George on the cover. Yeah, that, that was a year ago. A so year that's, ago. That's a, a,
0: like two versions worth. So you kind of come out of nowhere, and you're just yelling your head off that first tournament, and you guys win, and you kind of emerge in this league. What was your confidence level like going in, knowing that some of these guys have been on the circuit for like seven to ten years?
2: Yeah, um you know, it, it, was, it was my time to um, – come out a little bit, I guess, but it was just the teams that we played on throughout the pro-am circuit, just throughout the year of 2K17 and 18, um, you know, there's role players, and then there's superstars, like someone like Radiant, and I was always a role player, and um, given the opportunity to become more of a factor in the in the lineup and for the offense and defense of this team um, being at center, so – you know it gave me some time to make my own path and come out there and shine a little bit more and um, do a little bit more for the whole team to help us succeed so that, that's how I kind of took off
0: uh, of course you have a diverse array of traits you were a football player at South Dakota which is what FCS
2: no no it was uh, it's called Northern State University okay. but it's in, uh, oh, in, South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, in South Dakota okay um what position did you play I played strong safety um more of the run support kind of safety, not really going out there for uh, covering deep or, uh, wide receivers or anything. I'm trying to think like a like a LeRon Landry type, like uh, a like a Cam Chancellor, yeah, Chancellor.
0: Were you, like, how good were you in high school growing up and everything like that?
2: High school... Because where are you from? I'm from Orange County, California. Yeah, so, I don't think a
0: lot of kids from Orange County end up in South Dakota.
2: Exactly, yeah. Um, my position that I played, it, it was tough, and, you know, I didn't have, I wasn't like a 6'5 Giant, so coming out of uh, high school, I went to a junior college and ended up getting a scholarship to, to Northern State, but, um, you know, it, it, it's tough. There, there's people that, you know, you, you do good in high school and you hope you make the NFL and all that, and those are the big dreams and aspirations, but a reality hits and you figure out that you know those people in those those professional leagues are have like god-given abilities um and once i figured out that i didn't have those kind of abilities um i just looked for any school that was going to help me out with my education got my full ride and just did what i could do there and then you end up a
0: financial advisor in beverly hills which as when you told me that on draft day you jumped out as me as wait what you know yeah for that that sounds at least i'm sure there are different types of financial yeah, yeah no um, hills, it was sounds like a pretty good
2: job yeah no it was an awesome job and it was in a great location it was the job that you know, you help people, um, save for the future and make sure they're good to go. Um, a lot of people don't think bad things can happen to them. And then eventually it does. And they didn't, uh, they didn't put anything away for it. And that's kind of where I fell into play. Um, and then that's when the 2k league got announced and my passion went to, went to that. I think that's
0: good. Cause a lot of these guys are making money for the first time. And I think you guys would all agree that uh, you, they need a financial advisor. So maybe this bit. was,
2: maybe this was a work decision. For we, Steve. we, we, we definitely <laughs> get a little crazy sometimes, but no, it, um, my team's actually pretty smart and, and well, for the most part. <laughs> we, we try our best. But, yeah, it, it is nice, you know, for some of them getting some checks finally. Um, but they've they worked, they worked their tails off for it, so they deserve it.
0: When you told people, you know, family, friends, coworkers, that you were leaving your job as this financial advisor in
2: Beverly Hills to go play in the NBA 2K League, what did they say? A lot of them were confused, uh, as I'm sure like everybody on my team, when they told their family and friends, they, they have no idea what's going on. You kind of have to walk them through it a little bit. But, um, you know, they I, I told them at the end of the day, I, I got to do what makes me happy. So they, they were pre- they appreciate everything I did for them and they wanted me to uh, pursue this. Um, and at the same time, I'm only 24. So, you you know, you don't want to look back on things and just regret it. So that was my main goal. So, Jeff, I honestly don't know as much about
0: you as I know about these guys. I feel like what I've known is. I think it's Brendan, or maybe it was famous or Lang. Someone was like, you got to talk to Jeff about his basketball career because he played college basketball. Also, the White Kite 23 has to be some sort of (laughs) Jordan basketball (laughs) reference. So both of those, let's start with the name, the White Kite 23. Where does that come
3: from? I actually got that from college. Uh, Okay, good segue. (laughs) My roommate was from Australia. He transferred down from UNC Asheville and we were playing in our first scrimmage in college, and we were playing against a guy that was – Where was, was that? Where did you play? I was at Roan State for okay, my yeah. fir- first year, and then I went to Murray State. Okay. Uh, went in on a center and finished an one layup on him, and he started calling me the white kite <laughs> 23. So we started, started going from there.
0: <laughs> what was your uh, – what, what were your dimensions in college?
3: Uh, I was point guard, uh, yeah. shooting guard, just a combo guard, uh, JUCO. I started out at a JUCO and then uh, went to Murray State. But we uh, basically come down and shoot a lot. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really just. You didn't get.
0: You didn't throw down a lot. <laughs> no, I didn't.
3: I didn't dunk dunk in college or anything like that. I tried to dunk one time in high school, and uh, got hung. So <laughs> I don't know why he thinks I jumped so high, but we'll we'll take it. The
0: dunk package would be different.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. The dunk package isn't there. Did you? I mean, Murray State's D one. Did you play?
0: Anyone, any big future NBA players? Or anyone?
3: Uh, I went to a Murray State in Oklahoma. Okay, it's different a different Murray, Murray State. State. Uh, the Not biggest, the racers. Yeah, the biggest guy that uh, I played against that's pretty well known is like uh, Thaddeus Young, uh, Corey Brewer. Yeah. They're in our high school conferences. Yeah. Then uh, John Jenkins was my high school teammate. So a uh, couple NBA guys there. but do you, yeah. do
0: you ever get switched on to them?
3: Uh, a couple times, yeah. My <laughs> first JUCO game, we actually played Vincent's University, and they had an All American oh, that just man. transferred down from UConn. He was six five, and uh, it was it was rough. He was putting me in the post a couple times. Now, but
0: having that because there's
3: such a diverse array of coaches in this league. You have guys
0: that just kind of show up with the team. You got like not to, it's not really even calling them out. Like the Blazers are in first place right now. Blazer Five Gaming, they show up. Cameron's like eating chicken fingers sometimes during games. Like he's more of they're just manager managing. Goes on off the court, then you have guys like famous who I'd almost call like the Stan Van Gundy of the league, like he is yelling in their ear the whole time. You, I always like you, have like the perfect clap going on during games. I think that <laughs> that's, that's one. I don't know
2: if you guys watch the replays, like, I'm <laughs> like, damn, I wish I could clap like Jeff, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there, just uh, there, there's, yeah, like to touch on that, there's coaches in this league, um. You know, nothing wrong with the Blazers coach. He he does some great things for them. Um, and then I also think he lets them take the reins a little bit within mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's coaches, yeah, like you said, famous who, who are all into it. And then you have Jeff, who, who isn't as rowdy, maybe. But, like, when, when you're a coach and you have enough confidence in your team that you've prepared them for success, you don't all that stuff you could leave at home because you know that we're going to go out there and do what we need to do
0: well when i walked in he was taking radiant pretty you know <laughs> i saw some moves from paul he, George he, he was down 20 <laughs> no, he, he's down 20 no, it no wasn't lie, that bad no it hype him up bad. he's down 20 it's <laughs> halftime it's halftime he's still trying to come back yeah there's, there's a, a lot of game afters. left <laughs> <laughs> but how do you think that that basketball sense knowing the game in a way outside of NBA 2K. How do you think that has made you a better NBA 2K league coach?
3: Uh, I think it's helped a lot. Uh, I've coached the last three years on the high school level, and uh, we've been 77 and 11 mm. since being there. So we've had three great seasons coming off a of state tournament season. So we, uh, I've been blessed to be in a situation where I've learned a lot through the years about basketball, as well as playing since I was about three years old. So I think uh, being a traditional coach, and then coming over to 2K and understanding 2K and kind of bringing them both together, having sets and stuff like that, sets your team apart from other teams. You're hard to
0: prepare for. And where where uh, where is that team that you coach? That Tennessee, high school team, Oklahoma. Okay. And so, how do you end up going from there to getting a gig in
3: NBA 2K NBA 2K league in Philadelphia? <laughs> uh, I was going through the combine mode, and Mr. Donahue was in my uh, he was in my stream quite a bit, and. Uh, <laughs> A couple teams had reached out from me. I guess just word of mouth uh, after I didn't make the combine. A couple teams had reached out. Um, I was real close to actually going to a certain team, and uh, Philadelphia reached out to me. And it, it, since there, just I mean, the process. exactly, they've they've been awesome. They. Uh, felt like home so it was just easy to make that decision yeah well it's first of all for people i don't know
0: brendan donaghy the managing director he actually he tells me he plays as his son in pro-am mode and it's like you know he's in there like like how ninja goes in on Fortnite, and no one knows that he's there brendan's just
2: balling out with some Play. people yeah uh, he, he he says that he, he dabbles a little bit in 2k and some other games um but we know he's always lurking somewhere <laughs> Uh, so you come to
0: Philadelphia, Philadelphia, you guys, we got a taste of it, uh, I guess, two weeks ago, the NBA 2K League, or maybe last week, came by, and so you guys got a great view up top, it was a little bit of a foggy day, but mm-hmm. what has it been like living in Philadelphia, training there, what's the facility like, and what have the people been like? Living there is great, you know,
1: it's, it's a lot different from where I'm from, it's, it's a way bigger city, a lot more people, and I think, um, since I've been here, I like it a lot better, and uh, just... Being able to be here and, and actually live a dream, you know, not getting up and, and hating hating what I'm doing for a living is, is just amazing. And, and also having a, a city that's great just is like icing on the cake. That's, uh, I mean, you guys haven't met Joel yet, have you? No. no, <laughs> I wish.
0: Um, but, but I think that, I mean, one thing, you guys probably walk through the streets. You're all wearing Philly stuff right now. Uh, you guys go through this, the streets in your 76ers
2: GC gear. Do people stop you? Do they say anything? Um, we've had it happen a couple of times. A lot of it happens uh, when we get back, either uh, train station-wise, whether it's, it's yeah. or, or transportation or is where this yeah. all happens. Um, but back to what you know, we were talking about with like the community and, and 76ers facility, all them. Um, We came, you know, the year after their 10-win season. Mm -hmm. Um, And so seeing these people that work in the office that grind day in and day out for a team that only had 10 wins at one point and now they're really successful, um, you know, we knew coming in that we wanted to be a part of this and we wanted to add to the the championships and the excellence and just everything. Um, So it's a great organization to be around. And to know that you have a a community around you that's going to support you win or lose, it's the best feeling. Jeff, you have not hung out with Brett Brown yet? I've not. I'm uh, I'm eager to do that though.
0: Uh, within the 76ers organization, one one observation that I made on draft day, there were like three I guess p- members of the PR team and stuff in 76ers GC gear. That just seemed giddy to be a part of it. You know, I said to people it was crazy because you guys are coming from whatever you're doing before, you get off that stage and immediately an NBA team takes you on and they're like you're you are our client basically now. Like we want you to do everything for our team. And I noticed that they were really excited about it on draft day. What has it been like the staff internally and how they've gravitated and bought in to this whole team?
2: Um, it, it's it's been a wild ride. Like like you said, right after the draft, you know, we have um, these PR people coming up to us and getting us ready for interviews and, and stuff like that. And that was kind of the moment you knew that this was this was real. Um, your life is changing like as you like as you know it. Um, but they've taken us in like so phenomenally. Like they. Didn't know what to expect going into this. I Things, you know, there's a new league. Nobody really knows. Everybody's kind of, you know, winging it a little bit. Um, but, you know, they're they're with us through through the thick and thin, and it's awesome to have them. Um, I know if we have any problems, we go straight to them, and they try to make Philadelphia the best experience that we've had so far. And all we try to do is, is be successful for them on court. Uh, Radiant, you were talking about what you were doing before. What were you doing before?
1: Well, working a bad job, basically. Um, but a, lo- a little while before that, I was in school, until a, a little after they announced the 2K League. And then I told my dad, like, hey, like, I told him about it. And I was like, you know, just give me time. This is something I want to do. And, you know, surprisingly, he he said, OK. Like, he said, he said he believed in me. And he was there with me the whole time. And now, like, I hope I never have to go back to work and anything like I was doing, you know. And What was it, the job, if I can ask? I, I was ba- basically a factory. Okay. It was bad. Didn't like it. But I mean, I had to do what I had to do at the time. I had a My daughter was just born and that was just something to get to for the checks, basically. And now I, I can just be happy that I'm working something that I, that I genuinely love to do. Oh, you're cashing checks now. <laughs> uh, Michigan or Michigan State guy? Um, Michigan State. Oh, <laughs> but no, I'm
0: fine with that. I'm Northwestern, so I hate both. Um. But uh, your daughter, you know, I, I, I've said this, like, on Father's Day, I didn't know who was a father or mm-hmm. not, and I think that the league kind of, um, you know, showed a, a lot to the fans about what you guys were going through. Uh, so your daughter, how old is she now? She's uh, 10 months. 10 months. Wow. So you've been training and raising a daughter for the la- and then make the league. How tough has it been, honestly, you know, being part of this league while she's so young?
1: It's tough, you know. I miss them a lot, but I try to bring them out here as much as I can. You know, since I've been here, they've been uh, they've been out here three times. They'll be here again later this month. So I just, you know, try to make time for, for them as much as possible just to see her grow up, and she's starting to walk now. It's just a crazy feeling. Yeah,
0: for those, you know, that don't don't know what it's like to experience it, when you're in a tournament, you know there's bonus money in mm-hmm. play. What are you thinking about when you know, y- you know, it is crucial for you to get those ex- that extra cash?
1: You know, going into attorneys, you know, honestly, the first thing is, is just to win. But then at a certain point, you do think about that, the extra money that you can win. And, and, and then it becomes not only just for your team, but, you know, for me, it's for my daughter, you know, from when I go home to have extra money just in general. And I feel like that motivates me even more when I play.
0: Jeff, you've seen these guys progress so far. And obviously, you guys right off the bat, you win that tip-off tournament. Everyone is like 76ers GC, legit team. They're coming on. Uh, And we got really the the whole team, uh, T-Fresh, Feast, Nudini, ZDS is getting Chipotle, but everyone else is uh, is in the back right now. uh, Watching these guys gel and progress, what has that been like and why have they gotten along so
3: well? I think the biggest thing is that they're all selfless. They don't care about who gets the shine. They don't care about who scores the most points. They play for each other. So that's something that's shown how we played and how our teams ran. And it's uh, made us a lot better team, uh, a lot better than I thought we would be at this point. We still have other levels to reach. I think we're we're not even close to our potential, but uh, the guys have came, came together very, very well. What is
0: a week of practice like for you guys? How much? Is it more? Is it less now than it was at the beginning of the season?
2: No, it, it, it's it's actually more now. Um beginning of the season, it, it was tough to get some live scrimmages against other teams throughout the league. Um, so it was a lot of playing against the computer and stuff like that. Um, but now we've actually been doing something where we've been working with uh, like people who have played 2K inside the facility, the 76 facility. We, we ball with them. And sometimes we mix up teams, whatever can give us the, the most uh, competition. And, and we just go at it for hours. I, I know like once I get off of practice and we get home back to our uh, back to our place, I'm mentally just drained because we're literally just practicing all day um but it's like actually like really fun too you're not you're not waking up like oh we have to go play 2K today like we we love it like we love what we do and and it's it's a great time
0: yeah <laughs> i mean you know you guys i walked in where radiant was very nice nice enough to let us use his room for this podcast <laughs> um and you guys are playing you know one on one 2K so totally different than what you normally do. What, el- what else do you do in your free time? Like, obviously, Fortnite has become a big part of this <laughs> league. I know, Steeze, you're a big streamer now. Trying to. Um, so we see you playing Fortnite and stuff like that. What um, what are you guys doing with your free time?
2: Um, We basically, you know, as, as much as we can hang out with each other as possible, I know one of our top things is eating. We, <laughs> we, we all love getting a, a good Philly cheesesteak every once in a while. Um, oh. But, you know, after, like I said, early in the season, we, we went out more in, like, Walked around, shopped, whatever it was. But now it's more like once we get home from practice, we kind of just want to hang out, relax, maybe take a nap, something like that. Um, so yeah, it, it, we've basically just been these past couple of weeks locked in with 2K and eating and playing <laughs> our games.
0: You're real Philadelphians now. Yeah. So you know, you, you know. It, it, speaking of which, you bring up Philly cheesesteak. What is the team's favorite Philly cheesesteak place?
2: Ishka Bibbles. Yeah, there's this place on South Street. It's called Ishka Bibbles, and it's and it's it's really good. That. The issue that we're having so with sound certain like, locations. is this
0: place on South Street. is a yeah, casual yeah. Philadelphia. Well,
2: okay. Well, it, we're having some um, issues because some places don't offer, like, sides, like fries or something like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and some places do. So we like to eat to get full. So if we're getting a Philly cheesesteak and some fries on the side, then then we take issue yeah. So that's our spot right now.
0: Have you guys gotten down, like, the ordering, you know, with, without? With, without. Whiz? Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm not a big onion guy or, like, all the peppers yeah. or anything on it. So, yeah.
0: Let's talk about the other teams in the league for a second. Um, you guys, you know, <laughs> this is a little radio, with a little laugh. Um, you know, you guys came out of the gates hot. You were right with, the, with Blazer 5 at the 1-2 one, one spot. You guys lost the game. You obviously, in the tournament, you lose in the semifinals to Celtics Gaming, which, by the way, is coming on right now, oh. as you guys probably know. Um, how do you feel about the talent in the league, and how many teams can legitimately give you trouble right now? and i know you could say we think we're the best team in the league and you probably do but who who are the best other teams and take the the standings aside who do you think are really good teams in this league
1: honestly let me just say this first <laughs> any team in the I league any, any team, team in the league can give you a run for them for yeah. your money if mm-hmm. you don't take them serious mm-hmm. but i mean there's always going to be a clear cut top couple of teams in the league i'll say you know us blazers of course you could, you could throw mavs in there it's it just, I mean, you could say Mass, Jazz, Celtics, but, you know, then those teams are so, like, back and forth, you know. Sometimes they win a couple, lose a couple, and it's just like, I don't know, there's not a lot of consistency with most teams. Like, the Celtics, they're a great team, but they go through droughts, like, where they lose a couple, and, you know, like, the Magic, they won three straight, and now they lost two straight. So, it's like, I feel like, I feel like it's us and Blazers, the clear-cut top, and then you know, there's teams, Jazz, Celtics, Mavs, teams like that, below us, like it's like Tier A, Tier B, to that kind of thing. That that's just how I feel about it.
0: But wait, you talk about the the depth in the league. Poor Warriors gaming squad. (laughs) Almost beats Blazer 5. Gives you guys a run for your money. Mm -hmm. And now I think tomorrow has to play Mavs gaming. Yeah,
2: but I I said it early. um, Even before we played the Warriors, I said that's a good team. They should not be last right now in the power standings. They've had a couple tough, like, nail biters at the end that just didn't go their way. If those games did go their way, um, especially against the Blazer game, that, you know, they're they're looking all right. And then they had a close one with us, like – for them, and I know I saw um, Type actually tweet it. He he said, like, he's got no problems with his team. He loves where they're at. Like, even though things aren't going their way, they they have an awesome team and, and some great players over there.
0: Well, it's crazy. They're, they're in 17th right now. The Knicks are in 16th. Knicks Gaming has beat Warriors Gaming three times now, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to be that 16-17 matchup for the next tournament. Yeah. So and, and like you said, Type probably thinks, and that Warriors team thinks they can they can go the yeah. whole way.
2: They really can. Any team... Like, like, I know we've said it, like, any team can be any team on any, any given day. But it's more of the type that, like, the teams that you're going to find are successful are, like, kind of what Jeff said earlier, the teams that are going to be selfless, like, when they go out there. They don't care about what buckets they're scoring. All they care about is getting the win at the end of the day. I know for us, when we get on that train ride going back home, when we have a win, we could decompress, and we're good, and we know that the week was worth it, the week of preparation and all that kind of stuff. Um, if you have a, a teammate or a couple teammates that go in there and that have to get their buckets, or, you know, they have to eat a little bit, they're... Teams are gonna struggle and that's what you're mm-hmm. kinda of finding out. Another team that doesn't that's pretty selfless is honestly the Blazers. They love cheering on, you know, I see sometimes grants like shooting threes and they're all cheering them on, mm-hmm. even though I know Wana would sometimes love to give some buckets, but those are the teams that are gonna be successful, are the ones that wanna see each other succeed.
0: Well, look at Walnut and uh Ed Mama are like one two in the NBA two K League MVP rankings. They don't even lead the team in scoring that shots does so that that i think that's an nba 2k sort of thing too that walnut's presence because you have traditional centers even like yourself Mm -hmm. you know who who play kind of there's this three-point revolution going on the nba but it's taken longer
2: to get to nba 2k yeah the
0: centers are still so
2: important Uh uh-huh and that and that's and one of the things that we're you're seeing especially with us and i i I think that viewers love watching the 76ers gc team plays because we we know that we could score at center and power forward, me and Feast, but you know we like to get our three pointers going, mm. so we try and get Deeni and Screddy or ZDS open as much as possible, and we bring a different element than other teams going uh, try and prepare for throughout yeah. the week. New Dini
0: looked like a young Ray Allen like two weeks ago or something. Oh like yeah, that. he had
2: like thirty <laughs> some points going crazy.
0: <laughs> He's just chilling over there on the bed. Um, Jeff, when when picking this team, did you think about you know how how did you think about positions and stuff like that?
3: Uh, a lot of the draft stuff, I re- or you weren't I even really, really on board yet. yet. Yeah, we yeah, were. Yeah. Uh, we were in communication, and yeah. we were we were talking during the draft. Uh, a lot of it, uh, our analytics guy, he's our he's the mm. game or general manager of the 76ers GC. He uh, did a lot of analytical stats, so he was doing like shot timing and shot percentages and stuff like that. He did a great job. He got five guys that are very diverse; they can play many positions so they did a great job drafting the team
0: now there's a lot of trash that's talked in this league steve you throw it back people in this room throw it back t fresh is sitting on the side he's yelling at people i see him um who uh who actually talks good trash in this
2: league and okay. radiant, you can answer that too. Yeah, um, good trash. And I mean, w- good w- trash is w-
0: in like you. I'm not saying like nice. you mean like if it rattles me a little like, bit. Like I'm saying yeah. I'm saying like you, they say something, and you're like yeah. That that meant that that did some damage. No, nah, nah, if anything, no. Nah, nah, I, I don't think nobody. Think I'm, I don't think I'm.
2: <laughs> and the reason why is because we're. S- I, I feel like teams respect us enough. Um, I know there's teams that we've gone against that they they get hyped up a lot. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, they're good teams. Um, but we think that we could run them out of the gym. And so once we start doing that, they get really quiet over there, um, and they, they know not to to wake the beast, especially with our team.
0: Well, do you at least look like look at a guy like a Mel East and say, or you think he's just yelling? Uh, well he's we, just when loud. we played
1: Boston, he he didn't he like was, they beat us, but he wasn't really talking that much. I yeah, think, he, he I think really that's just wasn't. showing respect to us, I guess. But yeah, he, um, he, he wasn't really t- getting hype against us or anything. But I remember one game we played we played the Kings. Um, <laughs> And uh Moody was talking before the game. Moody even started. was talking he was talking before the game even started you know talking to me, and they went They went, up, went went up like what eleven to four in the beginning, he's talking, and you know they ended up losing by like thirty so or twenty something like that, so you know don't talk to us in the first quarter, so that's yeah, all well, I teams
2: go. are figuring out that if, if when you get a lead on us, that lead ain't safe
0: you gotta i you got to back it up if you're going to talk. I mean, I yeah, see, like, yeah. like listen, give them credit. Walnut and Mama have a g- good thing where they're each on opposite ends, so it feels like they're coming from both ways mm-hmm. at you. Yeah. And, and I know, like, it means, I, I look at, what about a team like the Pistons? Because, Pistons GT, because I see, like, I'm so far ahead, and let's get a Ramo get up, and they have this chemistry going between them. You is like, that's not.
2: I also thing. saw them lose two in a row in their doubleheader. <laughs> They uh No, but uh <laughs> I, I mean they're they're a good team and they got some good players, but I think the teams that could put away all of, like the Ru-Raw stuff yeah. um, and actually like lock in and focus in, that stuff's gonna come. Like mm-hmm. the the expressing yourself and you know the, the trash talk, that stuff will just happen by itself. When when it happens on our team with I know I, I get hyped when I see Feast get an and one or something like that, or when Radiant uh, like cook somebody. Like but it's all organic and it's natural um, when you, you could tell some teams are out there trying to really force their trash talk when it should, you don't need to radiance crossover has been hot as of late. <laughs> I will say that
0: um, for those who don't watch the NBA 2k league who might be listening, trying to get, trying to get interested. What do you, what do you say to fans? How do you get people to encouraged to come watch whether it's in the studio or online?
2: Um, you know, the, one of the things is that we can relate with these people that are playing 2k, whether it's park pro-am, anything like that. My team, um we let them know that we were in your position at one point and and this is could be a reality for for them as well um you just got to be able to have that same grind that same work work ethic um and be able to you know sacrifice some things Uh, i said it earlier uh, a while back was that one of the things that you have to realize is that if you're getting like eight hours of sleep trying to grind for 2k or grind for making this league you're not doing something right i know there's countless nights where all of us lost sleep or we we only get like four hours five hours of sleep like if you're if you're not putting in those extra hours, then then you might as you're not built for this right now. Do you guys get kids to coming up to you a lot or sliding into your DMs and stuff like that?
1: Good. Yeah, there's uh, you know, people that hit me up like, and you know, I respond to to everybody. I'm, I'm talking basically. about like the good kids that want
0: to know stuff, not the kids like, yo, give me some codes. Oh right no, yeah. no,
1: no, no, no one asks for codes. You know, most <laughs> most of the people that. You know try to contact me it's all positive talking about hey like hey good game or hey can you help me with this you got any advice and stuff you know and it's just crazy i, I help everybody that, that contacts me and it's just yeah. it's is nice to you know see people giving me props and being able to help people because they want to be in my shoes so i try to help as as much as i can yeah.
2: and, and uh, i've had people contact me too and and when you respond to them, they're actually sometimes surprised and they're like, wow, like I can't believe like you responded. Not a lot of these uh, professional 2k league players like respond. And, and it's one of those things it's like we were just in your position a couple months ago. Like we're, we're no better than you guys. Like we, you know, you guys will, you guys can do what we're doing if you just put in the hours. Every time
0: Ronnie 2k retweets something I do, I get like five people who want codes from me right away. <laughs> <They want> me <laughs> codes. I'm like, you think I have anything yeah. like, look at me or, or they're just like someone yesterday was just like codes, codes, codes in public. I was like, i can't help you here <laughs> <laughs> thanks man yeah. um jeff you uh this team has a lot uh, you said that there's still a lot more that the, to go with this team uh we got we're in week eight we're taping this friday of week eight you guys got two games this week you got the tournament. then you got four weeks you're almost surefire in the playoffs what uh what do you still need to improve on in these next few weeks
3: i think there's this few things this little things this different situational things uh couple defensive defensive situations I think at times we kind of fall asleep don't we lose ball your position watch. Steve yeah <laughs> but uh what we're doing a lot better with uh beginning of the year we uh, didn't maybe trust each other as much as we should we're getting to the point where everybody's starting to believe in one another and it's it's showing like uh it's hard to I think it's hard to prepare for a team that have five guys that can go get 20 points it's hard to prepare for a team that have five guys that don't care about getting 20 points but going to set a screen, boxing out, just all the little things and we're doing a lot better with mm-hmm. that stuff now.
0: You we're supposed to trust the process from the beginning, guys. That's uh that's what you're doing. Uh you guys got again 5 to 7 whatever you want to say weeks left. How do you stay motivated going forward?
2: Um kind of what Radiant was saying earlier like he you know, he's got he's got his his baby girl now. Um you know, I have my family. I know I know Fresh has his son Leo. Um and the kind of the mindset that we all have is one is that you know we're all one one family now. It's like you know, his freshest son Leo. That you know, I I'm looking out for him too as well. Like every time we hit the core, every time we take a shot, uh, every play we make, we're all trying to think of each other and how we could better um, everyone around. And and that's how we go about it. You know, we're playing for the man next to us.
0: You echoed that sentiment, radiant.
1: Yeah, I think um, just being able to keep up what we're doing. Going into the end of the season, trying to basically win as much money as we can, basically, for, for everyone, for us, for each other, and for each other's families, too.
0: And real quick, we know what the white kite is. Where do Radiant
2: and Steez come from?
1: It's, Radiant is nothing special. I don't even remember. I was about 10, <laughs> just looking up names.
2: Uh, Steez was a also a college football thing. I came out, you know, with the the armbands on, the sleeves and all that kind of stuff going out for my games. And my last name's Bernstein, and they said Bernstez because I had all the swag on and everything for a game. So I just cut off the the first half with Bern and just made it just Stee's style with ease. Alexander Bernstein and Ethan White, not to out you guys with
1: your (laughs) names.
0: Uh, And last thing before I let you go, what what 76ers players do you want to meet? definitely Joel and B.
1: Definitely
2: yeah. Definitely Joel. He's got a great personality. Um but then again, it it'd be cool to see Ben and and TJ. Um Bellinelli's gone now, but yeah, JJ Redick, that would be awesome. Uh there's so many people.
3: JJ's but. coming back. Y- yeah, definitely. No yeah, li- that was a big signing. <laughs> and Jeff,
0: you too. Who do you want to see?
3: Uh if I picked anybody, I'd have to say like a uh, Justin Anderson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and, sorry, no LeBron James for you folks. But 76ers uh, <laughs> GC, still a big, big attraction in town for the city of Philadelphia. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Th- thank you for having us. Thanks so much for listening to the 102 pod. Or remember to subscribe, follow. We're on Twitter at the 102 pod. I'm Jeff Eisenman at Jeff Eisenman. And follow the postgame on all accounts at the postgame. And, hey, how about the NBA 2K League at NBA 2K League? Thanks so much for listening.